Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, inventor of my pillow, here to tell you about my Giza Dream bed sheets. I made sure that they would be everything you'd ever want in a sheet set. I started with the world's finest cotton called Giza. It's only grown in a region where the Sahara Desert, the Nile River, and the Mediterranean Sea all meet. The long staple cotton makes my Giza Dream sheets ultra soft and durable. They come with extra wide pillowcases to fit over any pillow and extra deep pockets to fit over any mattress. Not only that, they come with my 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. And now you can get the best sheets ever for the best price ever. When you buy one of my Giza Dream bed sheet sets, you'll get another one absolutely free. I personally guarantee that they'll be the most comfortable sheets you'll ever own. Go to MyPillow.com and click on the radio listener specials for the buy one Get one free offer on Giza Sheets. All you got to do, Renegade Nation, is enter the promo code RENEGADE or call 1-800-889-6817 for these great specials. That's 1-800-889-6817. Use the promo code RENEGADE. Well, here we are, ladies and gentlemen, in the year 2022. It is Sunday, January 2nd, 2022, and we're going to be live here for the next four hours on this very special Sunday night transmission. Dr. Robert Malone, the inventor of mRNA technology and the holder of literally dozens of top patents, who's been involved at the highest levels of big pharma and government in previous drug and vaccine approval has given a stunning three-hour interview with Joe Rogan that has gone mega viral and is really waking people up. And the day after Joe interviewed Robert Malone while he was in town, our own Christy Lee interviewed him in an in-depth hour-plus interview that is now at Man.Video. So today, even though I'm right here in Austin, Texas and ready to go on, I asked her to come in and host this special edition of the Sunday show. Then Harrison Smith comes in with Sunday Live at 6 p.m. He's got a lot of huge news as well that he actually broke. But this Robert Malone interview is so huge. And he also said some things on the Joe Rogan podcast that he didn't say to Christy Lee, but he said a lot of stuff he didn't say on the huge Rogan podcast that he did say to Christy Lee. And that's why this is so important. He talked about being multidimensionally aware of their multifaceted globalist Great Reset takeover and how he sees how all the pieces come together for the cashless society, the global medical ID, all of it. He talked about being red-pilled to the fact that this is a dimensional attack. And that's something Elon Musk has talked about. That's something I've been talking about, obviously, from the very beginning of being on air because that's what the globalists are aware of. This is very important information. And also, Dr. Peter McCullough was in the studio with me for over two hours Friday. Did an incredible job. That's posted at Bandai Video. I'll be playing excerpts tomorrow on my weekday show. But this is such a huge interview. The things he talked about are so incredibly important. I wanted to air it tonight here on the Sunday broadcast. And I wanted to ask you all to share the live links and to share the interview because people are really hungry for the truth. And as I've said a thousand times, a thousand times conservatively in the last couple of years, if we do not expose the globalist Great Reset Build Back Better agenda, and that it's a planetary, corporate authoritarian takeover, then we have no chance of defeating any of their systems. But there's a global awakening that it's corporate fascist systems using liberalism 
and wokeism is political correct speech control. And we realize that they are openly bringing in to our world the cashless society social credit score system through our phones and then through implantable chips. It's all been announced by Klaus Schwab. If we come together and have an epiphany that they are designing a system to cut off resources to bring humanity to its knees and force depopulation in war, if we have that epiphany, it's game over. And I got to tell you, all of the top scientists and doctors and people we talk to on air, and yes, some of the other huge names, you know who they are, folks. Uh, one of the names out there is a very well-known individual who had a uh, uncle that was president of the United States. He is getting more and more hardcore and understands exactly what is happening. And we now have a very, very, very good shot of stopping the globalists. This is so exciting, and I'm so proud of all you. And I want to thank you for your past support because literally you are owed the thanks and the credit for the fact that we've got any hope of beating this. We've got more than a hope. We've got a damn good chance because the globalists can only carry this out if people aren't aware of what's really happening. So this is so critical. Red-pilled Dr. Robert Malone talk about the Great Reset, the New World Order, the end game, and all the other scientists I talked to, they've known for over a year that's what's happening. They've concurred with my analysis. They've just been scared, but Malone isn't scared. Their attempt to silence him, their attempt to censor him has blown up in their face, and now humanity is awakening. The answer to the Great Reset is the Great Awakening. The answer to the New World Order, Build Back Better, is the new renaissance. Infowars.com, tomorrow's news today. We'll go to break. And then Christy Lee takes over with powerful excerpts from the interview, a lot of breaking news, and so much more today. And then Harrison Smith tonight, who broke the fact that they're denying white people monoclonal antibodies, that's not confirmed, mainstream news, has new breaking info coming up as well. So stay with us and share those live links. Sunday, January 2nd, 2022. This is a special edition of the Alex Jones Show with investigative journalist Christy Lee. We now take you live to the Central Texas Command Center in the heart of the resistance with massive breaking news and information. Wow, what an introduction. That is great. Tomorrow's news today is how this starts out, and isn't that the truth? We're seeing that over and over again. We're seeing news predicted and then coming true, and it's all starting here, and then the mainstream news is catching up. And I should know as spending multiple years, 20 years in traditional news journalism before being able to escape to a place of truth, and that is my motto for 2022, is that what is true will come out in 2022. And that is the hope and the prayer and what a journey it's been. It's been a wild ride. We're going to be showing you clips of the interview with Dr. Malone that we had right after Joe Rogan. Again, what a wild ride. Couldn't believe that that'll happen. We'll be showing you clips of that, have a lot of other news to, sh to share, hopefully talking to another fighter, the OG of independent news, maybe in the next hour. But we're going to get um, to that in just a moment. But here's the thing. Maybe some people haven't quite caught on to or aren't willing to dedicate three hours to watching the Joe Rogan 
and Dr. Malone interview, even though they should, because it's all fascinating. And I mean, I had to do it while doing other things, but I did get through the whole three hours. Maybe they don't have time necessarily for the hour plus, but maybe they do have time for about 15 minutes. And once they get a taste of what was said by Dr. Malone, maybe they will then dedicate the time to listen to the full three hours or the hour and 15 minutes that was broadcast um, that I had with him here in studio at InfoWars. So we want to encourage you to share the highlights version. If people just aren't willing to, to sit and listen for the, the extended versions just yet, we want to make sure that you share this video. And, and without further ado, let's play um, the first half of this video so you know what you can put out there for your friends and family. It's been a series of epiphanies that, that um, have, have made me realize that there's no upside to just being circumspect and trying to be a nice guy in this environment. This is, this is full on media warfare, mm-hmm. information warfare, political warfare, 21st century, like we've never seen before and, uh, and coordinated globally. The other thing for me has been, um, the, the personal journey of, of coming to terms with what the World Economic Forum really represents. And, and I really resisted that. You know, I was, people initially were coming to me talking about the Great Reset. And I was like, oh, this is crazy talk. <laughs> <laughs> you know? That and, sounds like a conspiracy theory. It sure sounds like a conspiracy theory. Yeah, yeah. Great but, Reset. Yeah, but then it's all documented. And then you see it being deployed. Mm. And uh, a group of Canadians on a podcast the other day sent me some links from WEF to a, a site. This is one of the last things I tweeted before. Um, uh, and, and it had a extremely detailed map of all of the policy positions and the actions that the WEF was taking for a huge range of topics, not the least of which is COVID-19. And it's kind of a, a, a it's it's a public document that clearly states everybody that's in our little clique, in our club. These are the things that we will think. These are the things that we will say. This is how we will act. And that one was kind of like the icing on the cake. That was that was. A, oh, here it is. You know, this is they're proud of it. Mm-hmm. They don't hide it. This is this is the vision. It is a full on globalist totalitarian vision. Um, with the money in control and, and, uh, the whole, I did a lot of political science when I was an undergraduate in the early eighties. And I had read things like about books about, um, transnationalism in the new world order. I found that fascinating, but confusing. Mm -hmm. How, how could, how could this possibly happen? And now to see it playing out in real time and, uh, in a way in which, national sovereignty governments are increasingly irrelevant um yeah uh that's you know that's the thing that folks got to wake up about this is not about the vaccine the vaccine is a symptom it's much bigger and that's a really hopeful message going into the new year is that um there's a growing cohort of people that are increasingly aware of how, how thoroughly we've been manipulated. So you'd say you've been red-pilled? Uh, in like multi-dimensional red-pilled. 
it's it's you know it's it's uh i thought i was red pilled you know i i all i i've been on the inside for so long and seen tony fauci's machinations for so long it's how i you know like my that's my origin story was the initial aids crisis starting in 83 when i was at davis and um so I saw the hardball politics. It's not that I haven't been aware of of that, but I had not been aware before of of the information control that is globally coordinated. I mean, the, the Trusted News Initiative is profound. What that means, that has become the Ministry of Truth, full on. I mean, it's and what Twitter's doing right now that I think, you know, with, Alex Berenson's um, bold and brave lawsuit taking on Twitter. Um, and then I've had a bunch of lawyers come to me because of, of getting uh, deplatformed or canceled, I think is really the, the right term. Uh, um, I think that we may, certainly people can't deny anymore. Yeah. There's so much evidence. And and the CNN ratings keep slipping. Yay, um, you know. I maybe maybe we're going to see some change in twenty twenty two. What what surprised you most about Rogan? He is completely up on all the information, and yet it's totally low key. Um, he's very committed to speaking to a general audience. It's core for him. The idea of not playing into all this divisiveness he he is he is consciously intentionally a healer right now and um just a very centered um you know genuinely good person there's there is kind of a growing movement and awareness that part of the problem here is is the structure of how we have been building our organizations and and doing business in a in a deep profound way in a in a just a dissatisfaction with with what one sees at the World Health Organization and the CDC and the whole HHS structure in the United States where you have you know carefully controlled information only one leader is allowed to speak only one leader is allowed to to represent the position. That's, I think that is going to turn out to be one of the changes here. Is as a growing awareness that that model is dysfunctional, broken, and it needs to be fixed. In light of your attacks and seeing how the mainstream media labels people and then tries to get these buzzwords going, has that changed your view? on other people that the media has gone after completely <laughs> because you have people like Robert F. Kennedy Jr. or people like Alex Jones. Has this kind of made you think, well, maybe they're not as crazy as maybe I was led to believe before. So I'm going to share. So we did a little bit of a tour on the Hill um, a few weeks ago and I met with various senators. And uh, so I walk in to Ron Johnson's office and I had this mental image from the press of what I was going to encounter with Ron Johnson. Ron Johnson is basically an average Midwestern straight arrow kind of good guy. Um, 
open hearted, uh, very down to earth. No, you know, I've dealt with the Hill for a long time and I've seen some serious egos. Wasn't everything we've witnessed in the last few decades has only been the buildup for what the globalists are doing right now. This is their big offensive. This is their takeover. And this is the point that they're at their very weakest because now they've revealed themselves. Now their world government, their permanent martial law, their medical tyranny is out in the open. Their depopulation agenda has been exposed, but they're using their corporate power and trillions to go across the planet and shut down people telling the truth. So listen, Paul Revere's, when you spread the word about the broadcast, when you pray for the broadcast, you're the tip of the spear. And when you buy products at InfoWarsStore.com, you keep us on air. Plus, we've got great products that have been sold out for months that are back in stock, 50% off, X2 and Winter Sun. Both of these are in our top five bestsellers. They are so good for your body. And if there's two things you do for your body, it's these two products. They're all back in stock at InfoWarsStore.com, 50% off, and it keeps us on the air. Only way we fail is if you don't take action. Christmas 2021 is gone. It's in the rearview mirror, but you can still take advantage of Christmas prices going to the new year at InfoWarsStore.com. On two of our best-selling products, now finally back in stock, we have the number one bestseller of all time, X2, the deep earth crystal iodine that is essential for all your body's activities, electrochemical functions of the cells, the mitochondria, your immune system. It is back in stock. X2 is 50% off at InfoWarsTore.com. And right in time for the deepest part of winter, we have Winter Sun back in stock, the highest quality vitamin D3 for your immune system. And again, your whole body is back in stock, ready to ship to you right now at InfoWarsStore.com. So it's a 360 win. It keeps us on air and it also makes your life so much healthier and better. So get your supply up to date at InfoWarsStore.com right now. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. guest hosting today. Boy, have things really blown up since Joe Rogan invited Dr. Malone on and did a three-hour-plus interview with him. It's been going all over the place, and this is just after he'd been censored. And so, like I had said on Twitter, you know, the best way to actually defeat the purposes, you know, you're trying to censor someone, uh, is is censor them, and then they're going to get blown up like never before. So we're, we've been seeing that to happen and if you go to InfoWars.com, we have a nice comprehensive look of, of everything that has gone on since this wild uh, interview came out and has just been going crazy. It's titled, See the Mass Formation Psychosis Term Censored by Google Following Bombshell Dr. Malone Interview. There, um, This has a nice comprehensive look at everything that's been going on and how this term has been going wild. I've seen it trending on Twitter. In fact, I think it even says that, um, yeah, 106 thousand tweets of mass formation psychosis. This is in the article that you can find on Infowars.com. And um, here we have a clip of him on Rogan talking about this concept. Here it is. From basically European intellectual inquiry into what the heck happened in Germany in the 20s and 30s. You know, very intelligent, highly educated population, and they went barking mad. Um, And how did that happen? Um, The answer 
is mass formation psychosis. When you have a society that has become decoupled from each other and has free-floating anxiety and a sense that things don't make sense, we can't understand it, and then their attention gets focused by a leader or a series of events on one small point, just like hypnosis, they literally become hypnotized and can be led anywhere. And one of the aspects of that phenomena is the people that they identify as their leaders, the ones typically that come in and say, you have this pain and I can solve it for you. I and I alone okay, can fix this problem for you. Okay? Then they will lead, they will follow that person. through. It doesn't matter whether they lie to them or whatever. The data are irrelevant. And furthermore, anybody who questions that narrative is to be immediately attacked. They are the other. This is central to mass formation psychosis, and this is what has happened. We had all those conditions. If you remember back before 2019, everybody was complaining, the world doesn't make sense, blah, 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 Um, and we're all isolated from each other. We're all on our little tools. We're not connected socially anymore, except through social media. Um, And then this thing happened, and everybody focused on it. That is how mass formation psychosis happens. And that is what's happened here. Absolutely. It's the only explanation of what's going on, why people around you can't seem to wake up, no matter how much evidence, how much data it is that you give them. Now, I don't think you need any more evidence that InfoWars is tomorrow's news today. But I do want to point out that a month ago, a month ago, uh, I sat down with Dr. Malone and we did a whole entire interview on this particular topic, and it is found on Band.Video. It is uh, the one where it says um, we're all being hypnotized. It's a twenty-five over, little over 25-minute video where we're completely focused on this topic that was posted a month ago on InfoWars on Band.Video, and you can find that video now if you want to dig deeper onto this conversation of mass formation psychosis. So again, a month ago we were talking about, there it is, Dr. Malone, they're being hypnotized. This was put up over a month ago. Now it's really picking up steam since he mentioned it on Joe Rogan. But here's just more evidence that InfoWars is where it's at for getting the information before anyone else. So there you go. Um, But I'll talk more about that in a minute. I wanted to talk about um, Liberty Daily then uh, ran with an article about uh, Dr. Malone that you saw in the first half of the highlights video, which again, you can find on band.video, where he was talking about being multidimensional red-pilled. And obviously when I asked him if he'd been red-pilled, that was not the answer I expected was for him to be so blatant. Yes, I've been multidimensional red-pilled, but this is what happens. I think this is what happens when you poke the bear, when you ridicule somebody, when you attack them, when you censor them, when you suppress them, and they know they have the truth on their side. That's when they wake up. That is the journey that he and I, frankly, have gone through coming from traditional cookie cutter uh, experiences. He was an insider, obviously, with vaccine research. I was an insider, if you will, with traditional news media. And then once you start to see just by asking questions, the response, the response you get just by asking questions and speaking up how you're attacked, how it's just such such a vicious response I think that helps you wake up. And I think that that's why Dr. Malone and I have connected as as now friends is is just we've been through this whole journey of being red-pilled, of waking up. And sometimes that is what it takes. 
So um, there's an infra, uh, this article um, from uh, Liberty Daily talking about this concept. One of two things can happen to somebody when they've been exposed to the machinists of the forces of evil within our government and among the globalist elite cabal that manipulates much of what is happening on Earth. Most succumb to the pressures and embrace the worldly benefits of going along to get along. This is how we get people like Anthony Fauci and Joe Biden enjoying long careers in government despite ridiculous strings of failures throughout their lives. Some are able to see the evil for what it is and choose to side with the truth. It's called being red-pilled, and Dr. Malone admits that he's there. And then we have this whole (laughs) crazy response from Google trying to then shut it down, this mass formation psychosis, this term. And just think about that. This is just a concept. This isn't even talking about vaccines or the safety and efficacy of vaccines or anything. This is just talking about a concept that they're trying to hide from you. Why would they try so hard to hide a concept from you? Think about that. So Google and DuckDuckGo, they handled this whole mass formation psychosis very differently. You can find this um, in the Infowars.com article, but it's also mentioned here on Liberty Daily. The biggest of the big tech baddies has taken upon themselves to be the arbiters of truth who determine what we're allowed to see and what is too dangerous for our feeble minds. A perfect example of this is happening right now as many people search for Dr. Robert Malone and mass formation psychosis. So instead of linking to the video of Dr. Malone, when you search on Google, any of the stories that dive into the phenomenon or even reaction videos that expand on the concept, Google decided to promote some random dude's minute and a half video debunking it when people search uh, for mass formation psychosis. Even if we discard the indisputable fact that the guy in the video is a mental lightweight while attempting to attack the inventor of the mRNA technology that powers the jab, we can't find any algorithmic reason for his video to be ranked at the top um, well ahead of actual experts. But if you search on DuckDuckGo, which many uh, I know have uh, learned to do (laughs) to actually find what you're looking for, free from any control, um, if you search on DuckDuckGo, his detailed Substack article about this phenomenon is right there at the top. But again, this isn't something new. This is now getting traction, um, which is why Google had to rush in and, and try and censor this concept. But many people have been talking about this concept. It, it, it kicked off with Matthias Desmet talking about this um, on YouTube, and it was actually that that uh, made Dr. Malone reach out to me and say, hey, I'm really intrigued by this whole concept of what I think is going on. I've been trying to figure out why people are ignoring the data, why they are censoring the truth. And I I just listened to this this breakdown from Matthias, and I want to talk to you about it. And so that's how it led to the month ago that we were talking about this before. But more on that, we'll be talking about that much more to come. So stick around. I'll see you on the other side. to explain something that is absolutely key to understanding our world it's very very simple but the most people don't know the privately owned central banks of the world are artificially creating thousands of trillions of dollars and other major currencies and using them to buy up infrastructure intellectual property energy they're using it to buy people to buy influence and in the past they created thousands of trillions so that they could leverage that manipulate markets but they never allowed that money to get into the general circulation or it would cause massive inflation 
Now they've gone ahead and weaponized it and are flooding every sector of the world economy, buying up everything, not to have the companies operate, but to actually shut them down and force a collapse of civilization, making the companies they do fund be the only things left standing. This is the Great Reset. This is what's happening now. Warn everyone. It's the only way to stop it. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. Welcome back to InfoWars Special Sunday Edition. Thank you for allowing me to guest host today. We are coming off the major interview with Dr. Robert Malone. The first time I got to meet him in person, we've been doing multiple interviews with Dr. Malone, but it's been through Skype or Zoom. And this was the first opportunity I got to sit down with him one-on-one, person-to-person, in our studio here, directly following the interview with Joe Rogan. So that was interesting, and you can find the whole full interview on band.video but you can also find the highlights version if there's folks that haven't uh, committed to maybe sitting down for three hours and watching the Joe Rogan or the hour plus and watching the full one maybe you just want to send them the highlights version which we also have up on band.video so we were talking about how this whole concept one of the things he mentioned oh also infowars.com you can see the whole breakdown in this mass formation psychosis term that we're talking about What we were talking about is that he was talking about this subject, this idea on Joe Rogan, and it's taken off. There's hundreds, well, there's over 120,000, 160,000, I think, tweets on mass formation psychosis. People are really intrigued by this concept because I think so many of us have been starving to know what is it with people? How can they not see what's going on? And this offers a reason in in a concept of that people are simply, truly hypnotized, that they used a strategy to get people to not question, to be afraid, and to, you can't barely break it, no matter how much you sh- information, no ma- matter how much data you share with them, they just can't break it. But we've been talking about that uh, for a while now, but it's really picking up steam, obviously, since his interview with Joe Rogan. So here's another example um, from a conservative playbook In his book, United States of Fear, psychiatrist Mark McDonald diagnoses the U.S. as suffering from mass delusional psychosis driven by an irrational fear of what is now a rather innocuous virus. The fearful overreaction, which we all saw, the ticker on the news screen every day, didn't have its origin in what happened in 2020. Government, corporations, and powerful individuals have engaged in a systematic grooming effort toward irrational fear addiction for decades. Without fear, they cannot rob us of our freedoms. The underlying motivation of this psychological campaign has been an attack on the core structures, foundations, and institutions of society in order to to nurture a sense of dependency on government. Oh, our nanny government. To overcome their addiction to fear, a person must still have a sense of curiosity and be willing to look at new information. If they're not, they're not tradable and cannot be stopped from trading their and our freedom for a false sense of security. So the key is finding those who are still open and receptive to new information so that we can reach a tipping point where there are more fearless people than fear-addicted ones. Now, when I had my conversation with Dr. Malone, 
little over a month ago, and you can find that conversation specifically on this topic, this mass formation psychosis. When we were talking about it, he said another way that you can attempt to break the hypnosis is to drip the truth just constantly, just constantly drip the truth and, and show them the data. And even when you feel like you're not making any progress, just keep it up. So keep on sending those clips from band.video. Keep on sending those Infowars.com article. You never know if that will be the one that will hopefully break the literal hypnosis that's going on. But um, if you really are anxious to dig into that because Google is censoring your ability to look at that. Make sure you go to band.video and find that that video um, there on band.video, my page. So uh, I wanted to kind of also give you background on how, how this came, came out. Uh, so when I, he was intrigued by an interview he'd seen with Matthias Desmet, who was breaking down this concept and he's like, that's it. And so he, Dr. Malone, really dug deeper and, and looked into this concept and he actually contacted me and say, I think we should do an interview on this. So I'm like, okay, of course, um, which is again posted on band.video. Um, and so I had also posted this interview on YouTube. Well, um, YouTube took it down, gave me a strike. And I was actually surprised because I've tried to strategize how to get around censorship with YouTube, maybe post smaller things or avoid outright claims about vaccines or effectiveness, you know, is the way that you're supposed to try and strategize on YouTube. So I'm like, well, I think this one will, will survive because we're just talking about a concept. And the original interview about mass formation psychosis that we were just giving commentary on was still up. So I was like, well, this should be fine to post on YouTube. I'll go ahead and try. And um, was that, I, was, I was actually surprised that they, they immediately took it down and, um, labeled as inappropriate content and misinformation. So I made an appeal and said, we were just giving commentary on a concept and that video is still up. And no, it didn't work, of course. And so I come, I've come to think that YouTube is just going to take any video down that has Dr. Malone in it, period. But here's the other interesting thing. When Dr. Malone had reached out over a month ago, saying that he wanted to talk about this concept of mass formation psychosis. I had gone to YouTube to find the original interview that intrigued him, and it came right up. Well, today, when I was looking for that original video, <laughs> that is not what comes up. They have purged that from being the first thing that comes up. And of course, much like Google, the first things that come up are just criticisms of Dr. Malone and criticisms of this concept in general. So yeah, I can't even find the original video. Um, so th it also it brings up this, this idea of censoring now concepts. So we've kind of gotten used to that you can't actually put the truth out there. You can't actually give data on anything that could be perceived as negative with vaccines. But concepts? Well, Cheryl Atkinson, another um, truth-telling journalist that's been in the game for a long time, and also... We've had an interview with her that you can find on band.video, just so you know. But um, Cheryl Atkinson's no stranger now to this censorship. And she had written this article a while back, and this made me think of it. So um, she wrote, they censor factual information, Facebook. 
It's a di- it's a dynamic that might even make George Orwell shake his head and say, even I never predicted it would be this blatant and allowed to continue. You're not going to believe this if you hadn't heard it already. Facebook banned a post I made that was nothing more than a factual citation of a historical quote from Hitler's propagandist Goebbels. It was posted entirely without comment. It was literally just a quote from propagandist Goebbels. The first ban of the information came with me getting knocked off of Facebook for three days when I posted a follow-up factually explaining what happened. That got a seven-day ban. If I keep posting factual information, I may may not be there much longer. So here are the posts. Here's the post that she originally put on Facebook that got her a three-day ban. It is simply a quote from Joseph Goebbels, and the quote is, it would not be impossible to prove with sufficient repetition and psychological understanding of the people concerned that a square is in fact a circle. They are mere words, and words can be molded until they clothe ideas in disguise. So with no explanation, just posting a quote got her banned for three days. And then when she tried to explain that uh, Facebook did this, just a quote, then they, she got another seven-day ban. So these big tech companies, they won't even allow you to post concepts if you're too close to the mark. Now, this was interesting concept for me because when I was still in traditional news and I was starting to awaken to some things that were going on that were making me feel uncomfortable, I had posted on my Facebook page, and again, I was just the, the lead anchor at a news station in California at this time, and I, I was very uncomfortable what was going on. And so I simply posted the definition of propaganda and how to tell the difference between propaganda and news. And this was while I was still employed, employed as a news anchor. Well, Facebook has a option that you can boost a post, right? So I went to boost this post, simply the definition of propaganda, and it would not allow me to boost that post. That's when I really started to wake up like, wait a minute, Facebook won't even let me boost the definition of propaganda. Isn't that telling? So here we are. We're in, I mean, as if you needed the reminder, we are straight and and worse than Orwell could have ever imagined when we can't even talk about concepts on traditional big tech platforms anymore. I never compromise the quality of ingredients we put in InfoWars Live products. And that's why for more than two years, we've been sold out of Ultimate Bone Broth. And we could never get the ingredients again until now. And we have reformulated and not just used the same ingredients, we've boosted it and made them even stronger. So out of all the bone broths out there, I'm telling you, this is next level. Listen to what it's got in it. Cutting edge chicken bone broth protein isolate powder for better flavor and dissolvability. It's got turmeric root, chaga mushroom, bee pollen, goji berry, alfalfa herb powder, and a bunch of other amazing known berries that turbocharge your body with antioxidants. And then it's got a bunch of other incredible things like magnesium, potassium, and sodium added. I mean, this sucker has got everything for your electrolytes. It's got real organic cocoa butter powder with natural chocolate flavor and a touch of sea salt, and it just goes on and on. It is now back in stock. Ultimate Bone Broth Plus, available at 20% off and free shipping out of the gates at InfoWarsStore.com. Everything we've witnessed in the last few decades has only been the buildup for what the globalists are doing right now. This is their big offensive. This is their takeover. 
And this is the point that they're at their very weakest because now they've revealed themselves. Now their world government, their permanent martial law, their medical tyranny is out in the open. Their depopulation agenda has been exposed, but they're using their corporate power and trillions to go across the planet and shut down people telling the truth. So listen, Paul Revere's, when you spread the word about the broadcast, when you pray for the broadcast, you're the tip of the spear. And when you buy products at InfoWarsStore.com, you keep us on air. Plus, we've got great products that have been sold out for months that are back in stock, 50% off, X2 and Winter Sun. Both of these are in our top five bestsellers. They are so good for your body. And if there's two things you do for your body, it's these two products. They're all back in stock at InfoWarsStore.com, 50% off, and it keeps us on the air. Only way we fail is if you don't take action. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. Exposing what is true in 2022. Welcome to InfoWars. This is Christy Lee guest hosting today, which I'm sure you figured out with my cheesy introduction just then. But it's true. That is the hope that I am holding on to is that what is true is coming out in 2022. Let's hold on to that hope. And I think we're seeing it. The breaking of the mass formation psychosis. I mean, isn't it enough that enough people are intrigued with what this is, that it's blowing up? People are trying to seek information on what this concept is and then we know we're on the market on the mark when big tech, Google, Facebook, uh, Twitter are now censoring concepts, which is all mass formation psychosis is. It's a concept, but they don't like that it's exposing that people are hypnotized. People have been straight up hypnotized, and that is why it is so dang hard to even reach them with facts and data. But speaking of censorship, um, <laughs> the latest one to fall and I'm sure there'll be more, um, is Marjorie Taylor Greene. And she's firing back over her censorship on Twitter, pointing out that, you know, Representative Maxine Waters has used accounts to actually threaten violence and uh, she has no repercussions. But yet, MGT is censored. She said from her account on Twitter, uh, Rival Getter, when Maxine Waters can go to the streets and threaten violence on Twitter, Kamala and Ilhan can bail out rioters on Twitter. And chief spokesman for terrorist IRGC can tweet mourning Soleimani, but I get suspended for tweeting their statistics. Twitter is an enemy to America and can't handle the truth. So I shared this on my Twitter and I um, had someone follow up with, hope you're next. Isn't it so great how these people are just so tolerant they're so tolerant and it, it just, I wanted to respond with like, okay, Nazi, but you know, anytime you say that, then they'll find a reason to um, come after you even harder. So I just didn't bother. But um, that is how these folks are. They cannot tolerate their echo chamber being at all threatened. And yet that is what they accuse those of us who are telling the truth about. But the thing is, is obviously we don't mind hearing other other viewpoints. I mean, we're inundated with the other viewpoints, but they can't handle it. They can't handle the truth, as Jack Nicholson would say. You can't handle the truth. So they just kick you off Twitter. Um, and then Eric Weinstein had an interesting um, tweet 
in response to all of this censorship. Remember, if you think this suspension is wrong, you support nutcases who endanger the public, according to the left. If you support the suspension, you are an authoritarian who doesn't believe in the free exchange of ideas. And if you attempt to evade this binary, you're useless. Pick a side, brah. And see, that's the thing. We are so divided that you cannot be on one. You cannot be in the middle on any of these issues. They demand you pick a side. And it's difficult. I mean, coming from someone who has been a registered independent for a long time, I mean, people cannot handle that. They cannot handle that. They demand you pick a side. I tell you what, I have picked a side. It is the the side of the way, the truth, and the life. The only thing that I am allowing to lead me, or at least always trying to allow to lead me, is Jesus Christ, my Lord and Savior. And that is the only way that I can make sense of anything, quite frankly, because both sides we have seen can be deceptive at times. And so it's all the more important to recognize this as a spiritual battle. So getting to the verse of the day, which I didn't get to at the beginning because we had other stuff going on, but you know, I'm sitting here, I'm going to have my verses of the day. Um, so they are the Lord detests. Um, this is from Proverbs 12, 22. The Lord detests lying lips, but he delights in people who are trustworthy. And Psalm 25, five, guide me in your truth and teach me for you are my God, my savior, and my hope in you all day long. Psalm 25, five, guide me in your truth and teach me for you are God, my savior, and my hope is in you all day long. Because boy, it is hard to have hope. <laughs> now, you know, when, when you are exposed to the truth, when you take the red pill, when you're multidimensionally red pilled, as Dr. Robert Malone just said, sometimes you start to lose a little hope. But if our hope remains in our Lord and Savior, that hope cannot be shaken. And that is the only way I can make sense of anything is when I know that my truth is determined by staying connected to God. And I try, I'm a human, so I am not perfect, but that is my goal. That is my hope. That's why I'm trying to be in the word every single day, because how else can you make sense of this crazy world we live in? Right? So there's the verses. And according to um, this article that I was looking at, there are some reasons to be optimistic in 2022 um, of this change, this shift as people wake up you know, um, so six reasons uh, to be, opt- it says conservatives, but I don't like all these labels. So I'm just going to say six reasons to be optimistic in 2022. America's cultural center is shifting to the right. The independent moderate voters make up approximately 20% of the electorate, and they're the ones that decide in which direction the country goes. So reason to be um Optimistic there. So for Black Lives Matter, the organization, of course, not the sentiment. A recent poll, which is a a very left-leaning polling outfit, uh, Civics, said their approval for BLM has dropped to just 44%. Maybe it's because uh, BLM funds have not been used to actually make any communities better or do anything for for the group, but um, just by million dollar houses. I don't know. Maybe that has something to do with it. Um, Opinions on abortion continue to move toward the pro-life movement. A full three quarters of Americans reject the insane idea that men can be women and vice versa. And we're even seeing a shift to the right on gun control opinions. Now that was actually surprising for me to read a full three quarters of Americans reject the idea that men can be women and vice versa, because you wouldn't know it if you're just looking at all of the popular um, tech platforms. I mean, I cannot open like a 
Snapchat without seeing something on transgender or um, th- that issue. So I'm surprised that people are still rejecting it. The chance of Let's Go Brandon showing Americans, particularly the younger folks, are fed up with leftism, becoming increasingly vocal about d- the dissatisfaction. And then number five, people are waking up to the left's lies, particularly the gigantic COVID con. And so people are starting to ask questions, seeing that more and more. Um, so as much as they try to hide the truth, they can't. Uh, the judicial branch of government serving as an effective bulwark against leftist tyranny from the other two branches. Special election for two vacant Senate seats in Georgia last January was devastating to the conservative movement in America. Both seats flipped blue, resulting in a 50-50 split. But then, as you'll see, um, the... That was the furthest left, but um, the court ruled against Biden's attempt to shut down Trump's Remain in Mexico immigration policy. Federal courts have knocked down various provisions of Biden's tyrannical vaccine mandates, and SCOTUS will be addressing the matter as well. But that remains to be seen because uh, I don't know about you guys, but I'm a little bit nerve. It's a little bit nerve wracking with what the Supreme Court's going to going to do. I don't know that we can fully trust them at this point. And then it says number. Th- Did I miss one? I feel like I missed one. Let me see real quick. Sorry. Oh, four. Yeah, no, I didn't. The judicial branch. And then number three, we're entering an election, an election year. Since we're talking about Republicans, um, I mean, we've, we've seen already some victories in this past election. And then, I mean, I don't know how anyone could, <laughs> could vote for more of what we've been enduring. But I guess you just never know, especially we, since we have to have faith in our election system. But there is reason to have hope. Young cons- number two, young conservatives in government far outshine, outshine young leftists. Our future is bright. Republicans are stacked with sharp young up-and-comers. The party's undisputed leader continues to be Donald Trump, but waiting in the wings and ready to take charge are scores of excellent conservatives. And, I mean, we have Ron DeSant- DeSantis definitely getting an award. And, um, and then number one, because what other choice do we have but to have hope? That's a nice way to, to end it. What other choice do we have? But I think that there's always reason to have hope. Um, there is the other verse, a hope deferred makes the heart sick. At times, I think many of us are battling that feeling sick. You know, what is going on? What are we going to find out next? Are we in the last days? Um, definitely true. Hope deferred makes the heart sick. But we know who the final say is, and we know that God wins in the end. So um, then I was reading this article that I thought was satire at first, but it's actually not. It's from The Hill. Let's be honest, 2021 wasn't all bad. (laughs) The economy is humming, they say. Unemployment rate down to 4.2%. They talk about inflation being um, going down and that since since interest rates will surely be raised maybe twice or three times, that's going to get even better with, with no context of what that does the, to the entire economy and to our money as a whole. And then it even has this whole section on, wait till you see this, a scandal-free Biden administration. That's the way it should be, but isn't always. Think back four years ago, the Trump administration looked more like the godfather without the skill. A a scandal-free Biden administration? This whole thing has been a scandal. Maybe that's because The Hill was reporting on fake and phony news of a Russian collusion hoax and making up scandals. There's no scandal because you're not reporting on the scandals. I'm up here working on a Thursday night in mid-April 2021. And I just want to say something. I am so blessed and honored to work with this incredible crew that has come together over the years. It is truly an answer to prayer. And I am so blessed and thankful 
for all of you, the listeners of the show. I want you to know that I love you and I appreciate you. Whether you are old, whether you are Hispanic, white, black, it doesn't matter. You've got red blood. And if you love freedom and justice and if you love our innocent children, we are brothers and sisters together. And it has just been an incredible experience to work with you over the years. And as crazier things are, I want to keep working into the future. But again, that's really up to you and up to God. So please, I hope God works through you and, and puts a message in your heart to support us. But again, that's up to you and your relationship with God. I just want to thank you all for the years of support you've given us and what you've done. And just ask you again to pray to God and ask what God's vision is for you. And hopefully God will touch your heart to continue to support InfoWars. God bless. Welcome back to InfoWars. Christy Lee, happy to be guest hosting today. Here's my verse of the day. Guide me in your truth and teach me for you are God, my Savior, and my hope is in you all day long. As we're searching for truth, as we're exposing truth, it's important to stay uh, centered, stay balanced, make sure that we're looking to the truth, truth personified, to make sure that we're, we're always checking um, ourselves. You know, because the Bible also says the heart is deceitful above all things. So I want to make sure that I always am open-minded enough to understand that there might be things that I'm deceived about, that my heart is deceived about. I think that's so important to keep that open mind um, because the alternative is the folks that we're fighting right now that are under mass formation psychosis, that are, are they cannot, eat, you can't even break the lies that they've been told because they are so convinced that that is the truth. So let's make sure that we keep ourselves open to truth revealed and then also exposing the truth. All that's true coming out in 2022. That's what I'm saying and that's what I'm hoping for. And just want to remind you that you are going to want to stick around today because Harrison Smith will be doing SNL tonight. So just want to make sure that you are aware of that. He will be taking over for um, SNL. And I'm hoping to get an an interview in here in this hour, but we'll see. We'll see. Um, And also remind you that you can be sharing this whole concept of mass formation psychosis. You can find the article about how this is picking up steam on Infowars.com. It has a really nice comprehensive look, a clip from Joe Rogan and Dr. Robert Malone talking about this concept can share that article. You can also share um, the highlights of my interview with Dr. Robert Malone. That is up on band.video. And we're actually going going to be playing part two of that um, in the next segment. So don't miss that if you haven't had a chance to see all of this. Uh, Like Alex was saying earlier, there are things that Dr. Robert Malone revealed in his interview with Joe Rogan that he and I didn't really get to, but there were actually other things that he and I talked about that he did not uh, reveal or get into with Joe Rogan. So if you really want the full experience, make sure you watch, take the time to watch all of that and you know where to find it and make sure you share, share, share because uh, Free World News TV is, is always a great one where you can get on Facebook and Twitter, share these informations and they won't they haven't really caught on to censoring those um, and uh, make sure that you're staying up on all the information yourself so that you are not deceived. So wanted to talk about uh, giving hope. 
because like I said before, hope deferred makes the heart sick. So let's always look and try and find positive news, things to uplift us. And oh, look here, judge blocks Biden's vaccine mandate for federal education program. That's a win. Let's celebrate the wins when they have them. This came out on um, headlineusa.com today. If the executive branch is allowed to usurp the power of the legislative branch to make laws, then this country is no longer a democracy. It is a my, it is a monarchy. And then according to the Associated Press, President Joe Biden cannot require teachers in the Head Start early education program to be vaccinated against COVID-19. A Louisiana federal judge ruled Saturday, handing a victory to 24 states that had sued the federal government. So not everyone's giving up. People are fighting back. U.S. District Judge Terry Doty wrote that the Biden administration unlawfully bypassed Congress when ordering that workers in Head Start programs be vaccinated by January 31st and that students two years or older be masked when indoors or when in close contact outdoors. Head Start is a federally funded program that promotes education for children under the age of six who are from low-income families. Isn't it strange that they're still pushing these things? Like, you can't even figure that out. So you have Biden saying... It's up to the states now. I, we can't, this isn't a federal problem anymore. But then he still allows these federal mandates to be pushed and challenged and then thankfully struck down. And then you have, oh my gosh, I saw so many articles about children needing to be masked in school again. And even an email sent home from the school district that my children attend that says that masks are required, even though in Texas, it's against the law to do that, but they're going to push them anyways. And this is all after many in the CDC and the CNN analysts and everything else said, these cloth masks don't work. We've been saying that this whole time, but they're finally admitting it and they're still trying to require it. Tomorrow's news today, that is right. Mass formation psychosis is going crazy on Twitter, going crazy with people searching it for Google. And so, of course, Google is on it trying to bring up random, random dudes trying to criticize a concept rather than the experts that actually know what they're talking about. But like I said, tomorrow's news today, we've been talking about this concept, mass formation psychosis. You can find us a a month ago, we were talking with Dr. Malone about this, a little over 25 minute video about we are being hypnotized. According to Dr. Malone, you can find that on band.video. We've been talking about it, but as Alex even says, we don't care who makes it pick up steam. We just want the information out. So happy that it's getting out, happy that it's getting out after his bombshell interview with Joe Rogan. And um, very thankful that he decided to swing by and sit down with our first one-on-one person-to-person interview. I had done multiple interviews with Dr. Malone before, but it was always through Zoom and Skype. And this time I got to sit down across from him. And so we want to play, um, we put together a 15-minute um, highlights video because we know not everyone can sit there for three hours or an hour plus. So we wanted to have a snackable version. And we're going to play the second half of that. We played the first half of that in the first hour. We'll play the second half of that in this hour so you can see what you need to be sharing with your friends and family. Here it is. From basically European intellectual inquiry into what the heck happened in Germany in the 20s and 30s. 
you know, very intelligent, highly educated population, and they went barking mad. Um, and how did that happen? Um, the answer is mass formation psychosis. When you have a society that has become decoupled from each other and has free-floating anxiety and a sense that things don't make sense, we can't understand it, and then their attention gets focused by a leader or uh, just just a, a good guy. That's, I think that, you know, yeah, there's been some hits and all this, and it's never fun to, to take these arrows from the media. Um, and as you know, they can be a little wicked from time to time. Uh, I, I, I've been on social media for a long time. And, and I've kind of gotten desensitized to the trollery. That's been really helpful. Just, just being able to say, hey, you know, there are haters in the world, and that's just the way it is. I think the, the most, for me, it has been an, an awakening journey. There's no question. Uh, I never, I didn't seek this. I never expected it. Um, I find myself at the center of this storm of the resistance. And that's what it is, really. Um, and uh, I'm still amazed. But um, it, has, it has profoundly changed my view of the information that we receive. You talk about me becoming more outspoken. I've seen that with my peers, too. So, for instance, Peter McCullough, is, is, uh, he's kind of chilled out a little bit. But when you're attacked all the time and you have all of this weaponized information against you, and in no respect, I mean, I'm, I'm Mr. Malone, uh, you know, who claims to have invented, I mean, they, all this language, the kind of yellow, classic yellow journalism language, mm -hmm. to have it all deployed against me uh, is in absolutely no respect for what I actually did. And they never cite all the patents. I mean, they just gloss over all that. And like and, you said, it's an information warfare. So Reuters is now coming after you with, with a fact check, particularly on um, the piece about risk-reward-benefit with children. So you're fighting back with information. So how it, tell me about that and how that's going. So having had the experience now of being subjected to this, uh, you know, it's not fair, it's not right, it's not proper, and they don't care, right? Um, uh, it doesn't matter what the truth is. It matters what the storyline is that they want to promote. Having had that experience now a few times and dealt with the fact checkers and dealt with this young reporter at Atlantic Monthly um, and seeing how that all plays out. Um, for instance, when when Peter Navarro and I wrote the op ed and put it in The Washington Times, which, by the way, was the thing that triggered that Atlantic Monthly piece. Mm -hmm. In retrospect, it's now clear that that was intended to shut me down because I was starting to speak at that point mm -hmm. about policy and criticize the Biden policy. And, and the criticism, by the way, that I was making, the, the, the proposal that I was putting out, was essentially that of the Great Barrington Declaration, um, which is these three uh, fringe epidemiologists. Fringe. I mean, they, uh, yeah. they're from Harvard, Stanford, you know, <laughs> yeah, but, no, but they're fringe. Yeah, right. Uh, full professors. Um, yeah, so, so having dealt with this, the question, so I get this new fact checker attack by the Reuters fact checker team. It sounds very official. Mm -hmm. um, 
and they have spoken to the MHRA, and the MHRA has these comments that it listed. So this is the equivalent of the FDA in Great Britain, which, by the way, up until the beginning of the year, was not doing any FDA-type regulatory work. It was all being done by the Central European Union. So they're actually newbies at this, okay? And so they put out this statement uh, to Reuters that they were quoting that was intrinsically full of falsehoods. Like they said, for instance, there have been no pediatric deaths. Well, that took about two seconds to prove that false. Um, You can cite the, if nothing else, you can cite the multiple media pieces coming out of Vietnam with the four kids that died from the Pfizer jab. Okay, so that, and, and we, I reached out to my network and I got a huge volume of information about all the pediatric deaths and in VAERS and yellow card, Tesla help. I mean, I, it was, so the question, the question was, is, was there a way to flip the script on the fact checkers? And so I consulted with these media analysts and, and uh, media warriors that I work with that wish to remain um, confidential. Uh, because they run big companies. And uh, we came up with a strategy. Because what happens is you'll write back to these guys and you'll say, well, here's the citation, here's the citation, here's the citation, and they'll ignore it. And they'll go ahead and put out whatever attack and they'll say, you know, well, Dr. Malone cited some irrelevant documents that aren't properly peer-reviewed or whatever. They'll trash whatever you put out, right? Because it's not about evaluating truth. It's about enforcing the narrative. Um, So what we did... And, and I invite anybody to, to adopt this strategy that's under this kind of pressure, is I sent in a very terse, brief quote to the fact checkers. And I said, basically, thank you so much for the opportunity to respond. And, uh, you know, always trying to be nice because it's going to go public. Mm-hmm. And uh, you can find the answers uh, that you're looking for, the information that you're seeking at this website, bang. Okay, All right, let's pull it out, out of that right vaccine. now. Um, we'll we'll play the last couple minutes, um, perhaps later if we can. So, just a little bit of background on this interview, uh, this first sit down with interview uh, with Dr. Malone. It was very interesting because um, I just the journey, and that, that's a it's, that's a funny thing too. Is that was the sermon today on um, for church that I was listening to is, is this journey. Like, so for in a new year, you always get like five steps to succeed in the new year or, or three things to think about in the new year. And, and the, the sermon was just about how this is a, a journey and we need God's grace every day to, to navigate the journey. So there's no steps or, or anything as far as that goes. It's just, it's taking the journey when that's why we don't know what's next half the time. Certainly I never thought I'd be sitting here. If you had told me that, like, two or three years ago, that I would be sitting in an InfoWars chair, I would have been like, what? Yeah, right. You got to be kidding me. Um, So it's just the journey. And and as far as that goes, when I had left traditional media and was going out alone, you need to have like a little bit of a more um, national or global outlook on things, you know, because I'd always been a lead anchor for local news. And so I'm like, where do I even begin with finding a, like a national figure to interview? And I actually had some help with another um, independent journalist. Um, when I reached out to her, I thought she had an interesting interview. She had me on her show and I was like, ah, can you connect me with this guy? So Dr. Malone was my very first independent news journalist interview. Um, and then here we are months later and I got to sit down with him in person right after he'd appeared on Joe Rogan. <laughs> so it's just crazy how um, God has led the way through this. But Good news, I'm going to be talking with that journalist who uh, made the connection next.
Everything we've witnessed in the last few decades has only been the buildup for what the globalists are doing right now. This is their big offensive. This is their takeover. And this is the point that they're at their very weakest because now they've revealed themselves. Now their world government, their permanent martial law, their medical tyranny is out in the open. Their depopulation agenda has been exposed. But they're using their corporate power and trillions to go across the planet and shut down people telling the truth. So listen, Paul Revere's, when you spread the word about the broadcast, when you pray for the broadcast, you're the tip of the spear. And when you buy products at InfoWarsStore.com, you keep us on air. Plus, we've got great products that have been sold out for months that are back in stock, 50% off, X2 and Winter Sun. Both of these are in our top five bestsellers. They are so good for your body. And if there's two things you do for your body, it's these two products. They're all back in stock at InfoWarsStore.com, 50% off, and it keeps us on the air. Only way we fail is if you don't take action. If you think the tyranny and oppression we're living under now is bad, wait till they've got their world ID in. And that's exactly what the COVID passports are all about. And Klaus Schwab and the UN and all the other globalist leaders' own words, they admit that once they've got you with that system, then they're going to carbon tax you everywhere you go and track what you do. And publicly, they're saying they're going to decide when you can travel and when you can't travel. And MasterCard and all the other big companies are currently announcing they're going to track what you do and where you go and tax you with a carbon tax for it. This is the holy grail of tyranny, ladies and gentlemen. This is the takeover. And humanity better wake up and say no. Finally, folks are starting to wake up. Joe Rogan, Tucker Carlson, and others are leading the charge along with InfoWars. But it's not enough. Every individual has to not comply, and we have to talk about bringing the globalists to justice. You see, they need the fear of God put in them legally and lawfully. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. Welcome back to InfoWars. This is Christy Lee, guest hosting this evening. And I'm joined by a fellow independent journalist. She was one of the first to break away from the corporate controlled media and uh, has been doing an amazing job, amazing things since, is an inspiration to me. And I think as you get to know her, you will find her inspiring as well. So Allison Morrow, welcome back. Thank you. It's an honor to be here. So you were saying, and hopefully, I mean, it's been like four minutes, so you might have forgotten by now, but you were saying something else that's really unfortunate. I remember. What I was saying is it's unfortunate that even when the news uses that rhetorical device of saying experts say versus somebody like Dr. Malone says to discredit what he's saying, when did it turn into that journalism is just confirming what everybody already says that that to me even if all the experts but one says something that doesn't mean that that journalism is just promoting what everybody else is saying journalism is about finding the one on the outside that has something else to share Otherwise, we're just propaganda or marketing, as everybody always and says. And here's right? a wild idea. Examining conflicts and motivations of interest. <laughs> you know, conflicts of interest and motivations. I mean, that used to be a tenant of journalism, but it's like it completely gets glossed over. There's no digging deeper into why somebody might be saying what they're saying. There's no digging deeper into why some of these uh, people have connections to Pfizer and might want to 
promote the products. I mean, I, I, that's also been been crazy to see. Have, have you noticed that as well? Yeah, well, it's it, yes, I have. And I think it's very odd that I, I worked in a newsroom in Seattle before I quit. And um, that was a newsroom that I would say would have been teed up to be very skeptical of because Seattle's a very sort of crunchy, organic type city. And, and that's a market that like, liked talking about being critical of big pharma. But it's really interesting how everything has shifted during this COVID time. And so even people that you might normally think would be critical of the pharmaceutical industry and its ties with the government and how all of that plays out and, and their intense marketing and pressure on journalists, really, maybe they don't even realize they're becoming victims of their own narrative. Uh, why right now, this is a, a time where you're not supposed to question, you're going to become a heretic, you're going to lead people to the slaughter if you do real journalism. And I think it's intentional when you see people censored or attacked on Twitter, for instance, or like you and I recently got blocked by a journalist for asking questions. <laughs> when that becomes the norm, I think there is intense social pressure that that the average journalist who is a human being like anybody else to, to fall in line. There's a lot of pressure to do that. And I don't think many of them who are falling in line even realize that they're doing that. Yeah. And another thing that I think is fascinating is, um, for me, what caused me to wake up and start to get red pilled, if you will, because let's face it, Dr. Malone, you, me, we've all been on this journey of awakening. What, what did it for me is the intense censorship of the frontline doctors. Cause I was thinking like, well, if we're going to say doctors say, what about these doctors? You know, why can't we have both sides, novel idea and, and, and journalism. So that's what really started to wake me up is just the intense censorship and an actual ridicule, uh, from fellow journalists say, you know, cheering this, this on of, of shutting their mouth. And I'm like, what happened to free press and free speech? But for you, it was really personal and actually had to do with the vaccine. So I want you to review that again. You mean the reason one of the last stories that I was told I wasn't allowed to cover? Yes. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. yeah. So, right. This was before COVID and Washington state was debating in the legislature whether there should be mandated uh, vaccines in school with no exemption. So they were going to take away, I think, the philosophical uh, religious exemption for the vaccines. And so this was a topic that was being debated and we were covering as a news station. Now, I was not personally covering it because I covered the environment, but I had heard that there was a conference of doctors coming to town for Informed Choice Washington. And these were doctors that were concerned about mandated vaccines for all children at schools. And I had never heard about doctors who disagreed with mandated vaccines. I, I just thought every doctor did. So I was curious to hear what these doctors had to say and thinking that my newsroom might be interested in hearing what they had to say instead of just pitting a soccer mom against the Department of Health. Uh, I pitched the idea. Now, again, I wasn't going to be the person going to cover it because that wasn't my beat. But I was passing the email along thinking that's what a journalist does. Let's the assignment desk know and another reporter could go cover it. Hey, these doctors are in town. Maybe this would be a way to elevate our coverage because these are actual doctors. Let's put them up against the Department of Health. And my boss told me that I was never allowed to pitch another story about vaccines. If I wanted to pitch it, I had to go directly to him. But I couldn't just 
send an email to the assignment desk. So imagine being a journalist who it's not even that you're covering it. All right. My boss wasn't saying to me that I couldn't go out and cover it because he felt like I was biased or I had I had other issues. He was literally saying I couldn't pitch the story. I could not even talk about vaccines in the newsroom. It is just so crazy. Did he give you a reason? It's just it's unbelievable. Just just that he said he, he wouldn't let anyone question vaccines in the same way he wouldn't let anyone question climate change. That was all that was told to me. Wow. So I would have been with to my news director. So you're saying I'm a journalist that's not allowed to ask questions. <laughs> I mean, essentially, I, 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 I did say, well, I mean, should I just come to you and never pitch anything ever in the newsroom ever again? I mean, this is starting to get ridiculous. Obviously, that was the beginning really of the end for me. Uh, we were running a Stand for Truth campaign at the time, a big marketing campaign in our area. And I remember saying to uh, people at the time, Stand for Truth, except for vaccines and a few other things, you know, because that, we don't ask questions there. Uh, but Chrissy, I was taken totally aback. I, I never faced anything that blatant as far as censorship is concerned. We could talk all day about subtle self-censorship and, and editorializing and that kind of stuff in newsrooms, but I never had anything like that happen. So for that to happen on vaccines, that really woke me up that vaccines, for whatever reason, are one of those topics that are like no goes in a lot of newsrooms or at least untouchables. They were in mind. Do you wonder where this like directive comes from? Do you think this was his own opinion or do you think he had gotten like a directive from above him? I think in that particular case, he was very self-righteous that he was doing the public's work and protecting the public by not allowing these crazy doctors or however he looked at them to uh, be on our air. I really believe that for him, that was a personal conviction. And you know what? Maybe it was my bad and I should have gone up the ladder and, and said, hey, this is this is insane. Um, but, you know, th this is the problem. That person still manages a newsroom, not the same one, but he does manage another newsroom. And there are a lot of other uh, people out there who believe the same way. So when you're like the one person in the newsroom that's willing to stick your neck out and then your manager Whatever the topic is signals to you that there are untouchable topics. If you're someone who's like really nervous about keeping your job, you're not just going to start censoring on that topic. You're going to start looking over your shoulder on a lot of different things. And that's a major problem in newsrooms these days. Managers that are saying to people, you're not allowed to question. There are topics that are just completely uh, off limits for you. And you better be careful. It's just so crazy else. that this is that this is the current state of our current newsrooms. And we need more uh, journalists to wake up. We need more of society to wake up that this is how this is functioning, that, that journalists are actually discouraged from asking questions. Now, before you go, I just do you have any comment on this whole mass formation psychosis and people's intrigue with it and Dr. Malone talking about it? fascinated by it. I have a master's degree, uh, actually a master's divinity degree with a specialization in psychology and counseling. And I honestly think, Chrissy, I've said if I if I teach a college class for journalists, I want to teach the psychology or the spirituality of journalism, because I, I think there is so much here to pick apart if, if you were to start really trying to give new journalists a, a better start at, at getting into the field as critical thinkers. I really believe that you, this is the heart of how training and, and critical thinking needs to be relayed to people who want to get into journalism. You know, you can learn how to hold a camera, you can learn how to edit, you can learn how to write uh, on the job. But this is something that I think more people need to be paying attention to, because I don't have any other way to explain, honestly, why I see some people wanting to ask questions and other people that think 
it's it's just completely off limits in the journalism world. I, I really have no other way to, un- to understand it other than psychology or even spirituality. So absolutely, I, 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 I mean, I, there's definitely the spiritual element to this. Um, I just want you to be able to p- pitch where we can find you real quick before you go. Yeah, please uh, find me at allisonmorrow.locals.com. It's allison with one L, morrow.locals.com. Very important. Allison with one L at locals. Allison Morrow, right? .locals.com. Yeah. Awesome. I know people are going to want more from you. Thank Everything you. I do is about victory for humanity. Everything I promote is about standing up against the new world order by empowering humanity. Well, that's why ResetWars.com is so important. Not only is it a game-changing course, of critical information to unlock your mind from the matrix, but it's something that gets around Klaus Schwab's attempt to shut down American infrastructure and American jobs. It is the true digital economy. It's the spiritual economy of the mind and transcendent or control. I've been on there 28 years and all of our work has been amazing. Thanks to God and, 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 and God's divine empowerment and blessing. But I got to tell you, out of everything I've done, Reset Wars is the most important, and it is now available. Now the month of December 2021 is here at ResetWars.com. Start your journey to the next level today at ResetWars.com. The globalists fear this information. Everything we've witnessed in the last few decades has only been the buildup for what the globalists are doing right now. This is their big offensive This is their takeover. And this is the point that they're at their very weakest because now they've revealed themselves. Now their world government, their permanent martial law, their medical tyranny is out in the open. Their depopulation agenda has been exposed, but they're using their corporate power and trillions to go across the planet and shut down people telling the truth. So listen, Paul Revere's, when you spread the word about the broadcast, when you pray for the broadcast, you're the tip of the spear. And when you buy products at InfoWarsStore.com, you keep us on air. Plus, we've got great products that have been sold out for months that are back in stock, 50% off, X2 and Winter Sun. Both of these are in our top five bestsellers. They are so good for your body. And if there's two things you do for your body, it's these two products. They're all back in stock at InfoWarsStore.com, 50% off, and it keeps us on the air. Only way we fail is if you don't take action. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. Welcome back to InfoWars. This is Christy Lee, guest hosting. This is our final segment. And then Harrison Smith will be taking over for Sunday Night Live, taking your phone calls and covering his important news subjects. I didn't get to a lot of the stuff that I wanted to talk about because we've been talking about other things and and reviewing um, the videos that are going viral now, particularly the videos between uh, Joe Rogan and Robert Malone. And then our own interview with Robert Malone, which you can find on band.video. And um, there is a highlights version that we were showing clips of earlier that you can also share if uh, for those of your friends and family that can can only have snackable contents uh, uh, that is about 15 minutes as opposed to the three hour long Joe Rogan interview or the hour plus inter- full interview with myself. So I um, wanted to get to some other content to close out the show. We were talking about how um, I'm just continuing to see more articles about requiring students to be masked when they go back to school, even in Texas, where there's supposed to be a mask, uh, a, a um, 
mandate against <laughs> the mask mandates, but the school still sends out an email that they're requiring masks. Meanwhile, even those that have been touting masks, mask usage are now saying that cloth masks don't work. want to show you that video. Here it is, number one. Tell us something, Andy. Watching Mayor DeBlasio. Oh, I guess we're, we're going to go to a different one. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, here we go. Record high and concerned about sending my son back into a preschool even with a mask on. What do you tell parents? Are cloth masks just not good enough anymore? Anymore. I mean, cloth masks aren't going to provide a lot anymore. of protection. That's the bottom line. This is an airborne illness. We now understand that. And a cloth mask is not going to protect you from a virus we that now spreads through airborne that? Uh, transmission. It could protect better through droplet transmission, something like the flu, but not something like this coronavirus. We have to recognize this has not been a benign disease in young children. There's a perception that young children... All right, we can pull out of it right now. But this, this is what's crazy. You saw the reporter saying, like, our cloth masks is just not going to cut it anymore. As if they cut it before, but now... Now they can't cut it. And then he says, we now know this is airborne. Wait, what? You didn't know that before that it was airborne? So these are the types of things that you got called misinformation or censored for if you said these masks don't work, particularly the ones that everyone's wearing. How many people do you see actually walking around in the grocery store or students in school that have an N95 mask? They've always worn the cloth masks. And so now we're actually hearing the admittance that they don't work yet they are still pushing them. <clears throat> it makes no sense. It's really hard to understand how this is all playing out. Now, I did want to um, bring in... Oh, actually, I want to talk about this. So I saw this article. This is a little bit older, um, but it was just reposted uh, from one of the local news stations. Japanese professor invents TV screen that you can lick. So we're talking about all these ways to stay healthy and, and not contaminate and wear masks and stay at home, whatever. And then you see this article, oh, Japanese professor invents a TV screen that you can lick. So my thought is like, wow, that sounds really sanitary. Doesn't that look sanitary? I can watch something with, with ice cream and then I'll lick it. Oh, that tastes great. Here, you want to taste it too? And then we're just passing germs back and forth. Isn't this great? You know, it's just like they don't even believe their own lies. So it says a Japanese university student Yuki Hu, I'm not sure if I'm saying that right, tells the machine she wants to eat chocolate. And moments later, a transparent film with liquid droplets slides out on top of a screen showing luscious, gooey chocolate. This is so gross. Who licks the film? It actually tastes like milk chocolate. It's sweet and tasty, she says. In a demonstration of a prototype lickable TV screen, they can imitate food flavors. So then this article goes, I'm thinking like, okay, this seems like the totally wrong time to bring something out like this, if they're going to be touting cloth masks and then, oh, wait, look, here's something y'all can lick <laughs> and pass around. Um, but this actually mentions COVID. It says in the COVID-19 era, it's in the same article. This is insane. This kind of technology can enhance the way people connect and interact. What? <laughs> I'm so confused. In the COVID-19 era, this kind of technology can enhance the way people connect and interact with the outside world. So if you're at home, you can just lick your screen. It's going to be great. Pass it to your, to your family members, friends, and you can all just lick the same thing. Oh, but wear a mask at the same time. <laughs> this is the idiocy. It's insane. Well, as long as we're talking about idiocy, idiocy, it seems that it takes being inebriated to recognize, for some, for those on the left, it takes them being inebriated to recognize the idiocy, perhaps. I think that's what we were getting from New Year's Eve. Take a look at this clip number two. Tell us something, Andy. Watching Mayor de Blasio. 
Oh, don't go on a rant. Do his don't go on a rant. victory lap dance. Don't, don't, don't. After four years <laughs> of the, the crappiest as the mayor of New York. Anderson Cooper is so uncomfortable with this. The Democrats and Republicans can That's agree how, on I mean, is, is what a horrible mayor he has he, been. Wow. So sayonara, sucker. Wow. 2022. I mean, it's a new year. Because guess what? I have a feeling of which, I'm going to be standing right here which. next year. <laughs> and you know who I'm not going to be looking at? Dancing as the city <laughs> comes apart. You. So that's what it takes, I guess, to get some rational thought and some acceptance of what's really going on. You got to think about this. Andy Cohen was standing in, in New York, which is always packed, you know, when the ball drops. And he, he's standing there. There was like nobody there. I'm sure you saw the pictures. There was like nobody there. They're all scared out of their minds. I mean, they, they were able to, you know, truck in some some drag queens, you know, and some wokeness for the event, of course. But um, nobody else was there, only the woke people. And and he's actually saying what everybody else is thinking, that like sayonara to the worst mayor ever. And Anderson Cooper is just so uncomfortable. He's like, oh, he's breaking from the narrative. What are we going to do? That wasn't approved to say on this two station. Uh, so just a riot to see, I guess that's what it takes, um, is for uh, a little drinks in ya to be able to speak the truth. So what else can I talk about? Oh, speaking of um, BS on the news, what about our friend BS, Brian Stelter, um, having, oh my gosh, like having a full-on breakdown. Let's take a look at clip number three. And we're still learning more about the attack and we're still processing what it meant to the country and to our lives. So Hunter, is there a disconnect between the people who were there that day in D.C. and the people who were not? You know, someone like me only watched it on TV. Will I ever really get it? You know, I think this was a really unique incident, in part because of when it happened during the pandemic. This was a pre-vaccination moment, and oh a lot of God. the D.C. press corps was, you know, working from home, working remotely. And unless they were the Capitol Hill press corps, like I believe Grace was, or someone like myself who went out to cover the protests, they didn't see this firsthand. And while, you know, we were there on scene... Um, Due to the crowds, due to the law enforcement response, cell signals were jammed. So there was a bit of a delay also in that footage getting out. That's a great point. And I think that distance... All right, let's pull out of that. So there was a delay in that footage getting out. What about the delay in the footage of of the rest of the footage that that we need to be able to see? It's insane. So Brian Stelter is saying, watch how this Twitter user mocks reporters for talking candidly about the trauma, the trauma associated with the Capitol attack. Insane, but they don't ever talk about the violence that was perpetuated by BLM, about the burning down at the mostly peaceful protests. It's insane. Like I always say, his name is Brian Stelter, initials BS, and it's oh so fitting with how he reports the news. And think about it. This is not even the anniversary of January 6th. Can you imagine the meltdown that we're going to see, the wall-to-wall coverage on MSM on January 6th? Might as well just turn your TVs completely off because they're they're probably going to be crying. They're going to be pulling out their hair. It's going to be insane. Um, 
yeah, this isn't even on January 6th yet, and they're still having a conniption over this. And they continue to, of course, elevate the numbers, including suicides days and months later, um, including the the officer that was supposedly bludgeoned by a fire extinguisher, even though that was made up and completely fake, phony and false, never talking about Ashley Babbitt. Ugh. Uh, but, I mean, when you have that big of a head, I guess you just, you know, drive yourself crazy. I don't know, but it's, it's insane to see... Um, and so easy to make fun of. But speaking of violence, I don't know if we have time to throw throw a little bit of seriousness into this. Take a look at what was happening in Amsterdam real quick just to end out the show. Number four. Now that's craziness. That is uh, people mauled by police, dogs beaten with batons at an unauthorized protest against COVID restrictions in Amsterdam. So these people are protesting for freedom and this is the response they get, mauled by dogs. That's true violence. I don't see any of the news anchors crying about that, crying about the actual loss of our freedom, crying and, and having trauma over the fact that our country is sinking and people are are dying and people are being held from the life-saving truth life-saving treatment how about you feel traumatic about that brian stelter thanks for watching i don't like coming to you and saying this could be our last broadcast hell i've been on there 27 years and only the last year or so have i said that but let me tell you the new world order is breathing down our neck the big globalist publications are coming after us and they're doing everything they can to shut us down. So please pray to keep InfoWars on the air and please support the local station you're listening to as well. At the same time, go to InfoWarsStore.com while you still can and get a book, get a film, get a t-shirt, get some supplements because it's that money that helps us stay on air in the face of this thing. I need your help more than ever now. I want to keep fighting the globalists, but I can't do it if you don't support us. So pray for us, word of mouth, tell folks about the broadcast however you can, and buy great products that will enrich you and your family's lives every day at InfoWarsStore.com. Whether it's high-quality coffee or supplements or books or films, all of it nurtures the soul, all of it empowers humanity, all of it is pro-human and pro